Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Hey, everybody. You're listening to Lost Reality Radio. Just testing out the mic. This is the same microphone that's uh, that a really cheap headphone microphone. And I was bought a Blue Yeti microphone and can't seem to get it to work on Hawkshoe because you have to pay for it through Skype and Hawkshoe phone. Shoe phone thing isn't working, so I don't know what's going on. Kind of funny how things happen like that, you know. Some mean well says something like that, and you can hardly even use the thing. It'll come in handy for that other stuff, though. But just thought I'd come in here and do some stuff. Hear myself talk. And then uh, I'll listen to it afterwards and see what I can uh, do in the future to prevent any. audio errors, because apparently Dave Eager, I've had a darkness into the light on talk, she says that uh, whenever I talk, there's some sort of like static going on, I don't hear it. But anyway, the uh, title of the show is Get Your Areas Orgo Now. Something like that, I don't know, I just typed it in. And uh, if you don't know what Orgone is, it's a positive energy generator built in the specifications the specifications of um, similar devices that Wilhelm Reich was a psychoanalyst and um, scientist in the 1930s and 40s who coined the term orgone. And so we use fiberglass resin and aluminum and a mixture of that along with quartz crystals and a clockwise on copper coil. And to get all these ingredients when, when combined, it, it creates the most powerful orgone on the planet. And uh, you'll probably know, if you don't know what orgone is, then I'll have to do a more in-depth discussion of it. However, if you already know what orgone is, then you'll realize that there's a ton of different pieces you can buy online. Totally, totally different kinds. Is uh, I mean, you can go to orgoneblasters.com to look at the orgone I'm speaking of. However, there is, I mean, you just go to eBay, you can type in Orgone, and you'll get hundreds of different listings of all kinds of different devices that are called Orgone generators, Organite. I don't call it Organite. I call what I have uh, positive Orgone generators or tactical positive Orgone generating interdimensional weapons because that's what ours are. The vast majority of people make Orgone with... uh, polyester resin, clear, uh, so that they can add food coloring and seashells and anointed oils and uh, even, even uh, well, there's different ideas on how to make orgone. There's, there's all kinds of different orgone you can make to, for certain things. You know, some people make orgone to attract money. 
Some people put live mosquitoes or dead mosquitoes in orgone. Uh, I think a live mosquito, I'm not sure how this works, um, which way you do it, and I don't make orgone like this, but if you, know, if you wanted to get rid of mosquitoes, I think you would put a, uh, a live mosquito in orgone, like you encapsulate it in the fiberglass resin along with the quartz crystals and the copper wire, and it should, uh, well, if you think about it, a living thing, you're trapping it in orgone, it's going to die inside there. It'll either attract or repel them. So, you know, be a scientist or experiment. I don't want to. I won't. I hardly ever branch from um, the traditional orgone, which is like a tower buster. And that's the, that's a term coined by um, Don Croft, who I believe to be an Illuminati agent. And um, he kind of started the whole organite movement back in the 2000s, uh, early 2000s, maybe 1999 even. But um, I know that there's a guest on, and the thing is I was kind of thinking about just talking for a little bit and then ending it, but if if you actually want to keep listening, then... uh, Okay, yeah, I use quartz. Yeah, I use clear quartz. I mean, I'll I'll keep talking because I I meant to just hang up and, and listen to what I sound like on on this uh, broadcast. But yeah, because uh, you probably know what organ is. So I'm talking about Sherry Schreiner style organ, which is the organ that I make. I mean, I don't even know who you are, guess too. I'm right here. <laughs> anything anything is possible. So you could be an Illuminati agent. You could be somebody who knew specifically that who who I was. So you wanted to listen. I don't know. You know, um, I would, I would uh, suggest you check out Dave Eager of Out of Darkness into the Light on TalkShoe because he knows a lot about this type of stuff too. Um, he's what you call a deep conspiracist, and I'm, you know, I listen to a lot of the things he says. We're kind of like close internet buddies, I guess. But yeah, so this is the only organ known to man that's capable or at least advertised as being able to repel demons, shadow people, ghosts, aliens, such as gray, gray aliens, reptilians, anything evil. It asphyxiates evil, it'll melt zombies, uh, kill giants. Because these types of things, um, see, we're living in a time where people are being primed and pumped to accept an alien invasion, and everybody knows it. And also, the Illuminati is running their truth and reconciliation agenda, where they're being so blatant. The Illuminati this, Illuminati that. Uh, everybody now is at least somewhat acquainted with the idea of the Illuminati, simply because they're putting it in public awareness, because they know that uh, they're, they're revealing themselves on purpose because everything is going to be revealed. And we're going to go through an economic collapse. The one world government is going to be put into effect. We're entering into the new world order, the stages of it where it's more overt instead of covert because it's an open conspiracy, obviously, and they're not bothering to hide it. So I really, um, what I like to do is tell people about this type of material and, you know, they can not believe me if they don't want to believe me, but, you know, it's just a prime fact that, um, we have a new world order before us and we're entering into a transitioning period. And so during this time, there's obviously a bunch of, um, I mean, we're hearing about it every day. If you're if you're on Godlike Productions or following anything relating to conspiracy, 
even relating to CERN. I mean, what comes along with this staged alien invasion, it's going to be a nightmare. I mean, you're talking um, biblical tribulation type stuff. I don't have a problem with any of that actually coming to uh, coming to fruition simply because I, I can't put any of this just, uh, you know, like throw it, throw it in the sideline and uh, not have it in the back of my head is, okay, we're, we're probably going to face zombies and giants in the coming, um, the coming years whenever everything starts to pop off. There's, when you realize that FEMA actually had a zombie UFO crash disaster full-scale exercise drill in 2013, you get this, you start wondering even further just what exactly is in store for us in the future, whether contrived and totally manufactured or or not. And I don't believe it's, it would be an accident. These people in the top-tier structure of the Illuminati, um, whatever you'd like to call them, because I call them non-human, you know, they're not, they're, they're reptilians or fallen angels. They're definitely not human. And if they are simply just human, then that would make, make for a very boring um, way to look at just exactly what, what's going on and what people are seeing. Because, you know, you can't just dismiss everybody's, um, you know, you've got all these alien abduction reports and uh, people like Arizona Wilder and other MK slaves coming out saying, yes, they were reptilians. Yes, they put us on drugs. They sodomized us. They had us eat and sacrifice children. You know, there's all these underground clubs where um, if you want to get higher in the Illuminati or otherwise be one of their jesters and puppets, you want to get higher in the uh, satanic music industry and get movie scripts, get songs written for you and sing them, got to perform rituals and, and one of them is blood sacrifice and getting sodomized by donkeys and animals. It's it's sick. It's a sickening world where they literally eat feces and drink urine and uh, because they have to fill the wine. And you can see this everywhere: uh, symbols and signs of the Illuminati because they they want to make it clear. So they also make zombies clear. Um, that's why the CDC is making. Uh, they already made like all these zombie preparedness manuals and um, all the zombie stuff. Prepare for a hurricane, natural disaster, like with a zombie apocalypse, you know, another natural disaster. You know, we have those all the time. Uh, According to Sherry Schreiner, the Joplin, Missouri tornado, that was meant to sweep through that area because they were testing the zombie virus. There were zombies over there and it, it was spreading somewhat that they wanted to destroy them already, so they sent the tornado through Joplin, and that's why there was some mysterious bacteria or fungi going on there, and there was closed media reports, and a lot of secrecy going on over there, if you, if you hear what some people were saying about it. But that that's just one idea. So when it comes to Oregon and zombies, actually what Sherry Schreiner says is that um, the aliens, when they're around Oregon, they contract some form of uh, necrosis. Their skin begins to die off and rot, but also they can transfer into the form of rabies. And so she has actually written that the orgone is going to cause giants and aliens to break out in a form of rabies that will create zombies. Now, whether or not we're going to have human zombies with alien zombies is left to be seen, but it's funny that the orgone is going to kill the zombies and also kill the aliens 
the zombies that were made by the Orgo to begin with. So I find that pretty funny. Because, you know, it's like, well, now we got zombies, but hey, you know what? We at least have a weapon to deal with the zombies. And everybody else is just going to be, like, totally left in the dark, clueless. I mean, you get people who know about Orgo now who don't even bother to pay attention at all to uh, even an hour of one of Sherry's podcasts. I think she's uh, And she's awesome. Um, Her and I have kind of gotten into a little bit of a not on talking terms for a little bit because just some some things. But, I mean, I really like Sherry. And, um, I mean, she says some really, really far out things such as she's been to outer space, Father... Father God, the Most High Ahua, has shown her the earth, and she says the earth is round. So that should put to rest any and all flat earth versus concave earth versus convex earth versus round earth, because we all know the earth isn't round. It's an oblate spheroid, meaning it's not a perfect globe. It's not a perfect sphere. It's more pear-shaped. Don't type in Neil deGrasse Tyson, the earth is not round. You know, you're getting one of the most leading scientists in the world that everybody freaking looks up to these days, like him, saying the Earth is around, the globes and the schools are lies. He even says that on the podcast. He says they've been teaching a lie, and then he retracts it. And also something I'm into, and guess too, I haven't checked the chat, but if you're an Illuminati or you're an agent sent to listen to me, um, (laughs) that's how I think around here. But, you know, it's like, you know, I'm just revealing what I've already said numerous times on other podcasts. So I'm into reverse speech. So that would actually be pretty interesting to reverse what Neil deGrasse Tyson said because who knows what he's really saying about the earth. But um, yeah, it's a big thing on YouTube right now. Big thing on the internet. It's exploding. You haven't realized this by now that the earth isn't round. Everybody's like, the earth's convex. The earth is concave. The earth is flat. It's a mixture of flat and round. You know, basically that our whole cosmology is a lie. There's no outer space because there's a firmament in the sky. It's a glass dome. Um, we have a glass sky. Everything is low Earth orbit. NASA is lying. ISS is lying. You know that actually American astronauts cannot get to the ISS. They can't get to space without help from Russia. We don't have a functioning way to get to space on our own. And right now, NASA is working um, to get astronauts to Mars. By 2018, they want to establish a, I'm not even sure, a pathway. They either want to be there. No, 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 2017, I think that's when they want to um, finish up with their launching people to stay on asteroids plan because the trip to Mars isn't just a single shot. It's we have to stop here, then we have to stop here and stop here, and then we'll make it to Mars. And uh, if you, I, I would suggest that you type in to Google or something, or on YouTube, I mean, go to YouTube and type in NASA Senate Hearing Committee um, 2015, 2016, the budget. Hear them go back and forth. This guy, General uh, Bolden, talked with, like, um, you know, um, I'm not even sure who they're talking to, but it's like they're, they're in some form of... Uh, looks like a courtroom almost, but they're they're just talking to the Senate room and they're talking about the budget. They're getting asked really hard questions, this guy Bolden. He's like, he's answering for NASA. He's like the head finance guy. I don't know. It seems like it. 
you know, it's like, what what good is all this doing? You know, why are you taking us to Mars? How are you going to do this? Do you have to have more money? Because we don't want to give you money. You know, it's always this money-soaking thing where it's like, NASA's not getting funded. And everybody's just like, give NASA more money. And they don't even realize that NASA's lying to them anyway. Because if you're anti-government, which everybody should be by now, but you've got a vast majority of people that obviously they're useless eaters and they... And I don't use that term very loosely because I do believe there's too many useless eaters on the planet. But there's um, there's a big push right now for rebellion and revolution in people. And again, that's Illuminati inspired. And so you get this this fake rebellion, this anti-government rhetoric. When really we should, we are the government. But what we have is a it's it's a creeping faction of force working within all these governments to destroy sovereignty and the United States and get us into a one-world government. So, you know, we got to be anti-New World Order, anti-globalist, and, and pro-sovereignty. But that, that thinking along those lines, I, I was just making a point that um, the transition period is not going to be one of just simply man mankind type of thing. You know, we're going to see UFOs. We're going to see all kinds of uh, earthquakes. I mean, New Madrid small line, that one's going to blow eventually, and it's going to send the lower eight states into total derision and chaos. And at that point, we're going to be into 10 district FEMA regions. I mean, this is just the typical stuff. Most, most common knowledge of that, that if you're into any type of um, continuity of government and disaster type material, survival stuff, prepper things, you're already going to know this type of stuff, and then it bleeds into conspiracy topics because you realize that FEMA's telling you to prepare while at the same time the quote-unquote government's saying, if you have over a week or two's worth of food, you're a terrorist. If you have dyed hair, you're a terrorist. If you, shit, if you have white skin, you're a terrorist these days now. You know, um, there's just a bunch of stuff online and uh, in the books and newsletters and, and everything if, if you're in the right places to read about this type of stuff. But getting back to Orgone, it, it's a really awesome silent weapon that most people don't know about. And you can destroy chemtrails with it. So the po- title of the podcast, again, is Get Your Areas of Orgone Now. And I can't scream because it's like 4 in the morning. But if you just build a six-chamber chem buster, you'll be able to destroy the chemtrails that are being sprayed in your sky daily. And... Uh, Obviously, the reason for these chemtrails is it's always fluctuating. Um, it's it's a mixture of so many different things, a mixture of so many different things, such as um, nanotech being sprayed into the air with uh, aluminum, strontium, barium, stuff like that, to allow for a holographic display unit in the sky or, a, again, UFO, uh, false UFO invasion. Everybody thinks that these aliens are coming from outer space they're coming from underground. If you have a dome sky and the ISS is on low orbit and we can't send rockets into outer space that shouldn't exist, then these aliens aren't coming from a galaxy far, far away. And they're not anyway. They're coming from the hundreds of underground bases in this world where they're keeping humans uh, in cages and uh, sacrificing them. The greys love to drink the blood of sacrificed individuals <laughs> in in uh, things in actually I think the dual state base got taken out by our, our Oregon in about 2007 2006, but in other 
other bases, they've gotten fats of um, chopped up humans sacrificed from rituals or just sacrificed just for the vats. And there's a blood jacuzzi where the greys soak up the blood, guts, and, and gore of all these humans kept in these vats in a bubbling hot jacuzzi. They soak it through their pores, and uh, that's how they get their nourishment. But I, I suppose these are the higher greys because of the tall greys and the low short greys, which are supposed to be automaton robotics uh, answer to a hive mind. And so... The reptilians, you know, they, they like to eat us live. They don't, they, they technically can't eat us all live because they've got, um, they've got a storage facility in, in their ships and in uh, underground facilities of humans in meat lockers. I mean, they're hanging on hooks. If you've ever seen killer clowns from outer space, it's similar to that where the clowns that are aliens shoot you with a gun that turns you into a ball of cotton candy, like a cocoon, cotton candy cocoon. <laughs> and then they, 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 they put you in their ship, and they give out, they've got about 100 of them. And they're just sounding like a little, um, almost like a, well, it's a revolving hook line, and uh, slap you on there, hook you there, and they stick a straw on you and drink you. They drink your blood. You know, this this vampirism that's always rampant in in these uh, in occult lore and Illuminati type activity because they're blood drinkers, they're child sacrificers and child abuser pedophiles. And you hear about Jared Fogel, who's now gonna I don't even think I, I, apparently the story goes that he was affiliated with some guy who filmed child porn. So he's guilty by association and Subway's uh, cutting deal with him. Like, you know what? We're, cut, we're severing our relationship. And uh, I was wondering, what did Jared do? You know, who, whose toes did he step on to do this? You know, he pissed somebody off. Because in this world, there's nothing happens by happenstance. It's all totally manufactured. We live in a closed, totally manufactured reality society. And... Um, when you talk about the glass dome, cosmology being false, there's no outer space, you get into a different realm of reality, which is the lost reality. You know, this is the type of material that's like, that is freaking crazy. But, uh, yeah, this guy, Dave Eager, about the darkness into the light on talk show, he talks about this phenomenon called the cloud behind the moon and cloud behind the sun phenomena, whereby in certain conditions and with God's help, says that you can see the cloud behind the moon and cloud behind the sun, which would, should emphatic, uh, I mean, it should emphatically prove that these celestial bodies are significantly closer to the earth and are not outside the firmament, which is like this, well, I don't think Dave really holds to a sky-centric cosmology, um, where this dome is over the earth and, um, it's, it's basically stopping us from going outside this planet. But, um, I mean, you've got that type of info out there. If you've never heard of it before, it's booming now. So there's this cloud behind the moon phenomenon. I've seen it myself. I've, read, I've got it recorded. If you type in cloud behind the moon phenomenon sighting, um, it, if you go to YouTube, type in extreme reality show, or uh, type in Dave Eager, out of darkness into the light, you'll get it. And um, even Dave himself said this this footage is not um, not impressive, and it's not going to convince anybody because 
you know, you can't convince anybody that a UFO is real based on a YouTube clip because nobody's going to believe it, you know. It's Photoshop, it's CGI, no one believes that anymore. But if the government tomorrow comes out and fully discloses the truth, and remember, it's not the government. The government doesn't do anything. We're supposed to be the government. We've given given it up to corporate interests, so the shadow government runs the real government. So you can't blame the government for anything because it's not the government's fault. There's no government. The government, our government, technically we are the government, so we're, we've been corrupted and we are corrupt. We are a corrupt government. we got a corrupt shadow government. And uh, if if it was revealed tomorrow, if the Illuminati came out and said, and finally they gave us this disclosure that we've been waiting for for five years or longer, um, everybody would believe it because the government says so now. And with disclosure comes the destruction of all faiths and religions because the aliens are going to give us the truth. They're going to tell us what the sky really is. They're going to tell us what the uh, if there's a dome glass sky. They're going to tell us if the earth is really round or not. They're the ones who are going to destroy all religions and tell us what the truth is, because why aren't you, as a lowly human, not going to believe what an alien tells you? You've got nothing to show for uh, your whole existence here besides war, destruction of natural resources and the planet. You've wrecked your entire planet. One-third of the water is already destroyed. You're talking about Fukushima still leaking radioactive material, cesium, strontium, cesium, I mean, all all this type of um, radioactive material, some of it really man-made, into the Pacific. It's It's in the water. So many different fish have died. Mammals have died. People are getting poisoned with radioactive um, contaminants. And, and here we are going to Mars because uh, we fucked this planet up and the the two people or whoever, whatever amount of people are going to Mars, they're going there to stay. They're not coming back. That's if NASA's not lying and we don't have a totally fake station, uh, ISS up there, and... Uh, <laughs> and they're not already on Mars. Because remember, they announced things that they've already done years before, so they're probably already on Mars because there's already moon bases that they're not talking about. Why would they admit there's bases on the moon? Why would they admit that they won't go back because they were told not to, not to stay on the moon? Or is that a conspiracy theory for us to believe because they've really been on the moon for four decades and they have a moon base? Because I'm talking about I've mentioned it so many times how stupid it is for them to leave to get to the rest stop to get to Mars from Earth. Why don't they set up on Mars, build a moon base, set up stuff there so they can leave from the moon to Mars, to the rest stops to Mars. It doesn't make any sense for them to stay here other than they've already tested it and they've been to, they've been to the moon They've been to the moon from Earth, and that's why we don't have any real, real evidence, you know, any real, like, footage. Why don't we have any moon bases there yet? They want to colonize Mars, but we haven't colonized our moon yet? That's bullshit. I don't believe I don't believe that shit. We should have colonized that moon, and they're lying to us. I believe we, if we even went, then we have that moon colonized already. There are moon bases there. And, um, yeah, I don't believe that we probably already are on Mars. You know, 
Sherry actually mentions that um, there are portals to take us to Mars, portals to take us to different planets, Venus and stuff. So, and all these planets are hollow. So, if they already have all this stuff, I mean, they don't need rockets to get there. They have teleportation stations. One of them is supposed to be there's a naval base in Chicago off Lakeshore Drive, and uh, that's one of the stations. There's other places too, and I got ores on those areas. I mean, these places need orgone, so I ship it out. People get it. And um, it's Sherry Schreiner style orgone. If you want some, you just type that in. But yeah, so if people are anti-government, they should be anti-NASA. But see, that's where some people cross the line because it's like, okay, I'm anti-government. I'm anti-establishment. You know, okay, are you anti-NASA? Oh, because uh, uh, they throw this whole weight of science, you know, quote-unquote science. Like, you know, if you say science somehow, okay, you're right, science. Oh, yeah, because science, mm-hmm, science. Yeah, um, just because you say science doesn't mean you're right, and uh, most science has been hijacked by the Illuminati today just for that simple reason that people could say, oh, science. Oh, okay, 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 science. You know, they just say that word, and it becomes gospel. Just like the Big Bang and evolution. You know, my problem with evolution is that we still have living dinosaurs today, and we've had living dinosaurs decades ago, and how can a dinosaur that was supposed to have been extinct for hundreds of millions of years, way before the first mammal ever got on the world scene, especially us, how are dinosaurs and humans living together? Someone's wrong. And I don't, I really don't have a problem with evolution other than there is something very wrong when you guys are saying that dinosaurs and mankind didn't live together. And my thing is, you know, this doesn't necessarily prove God's existence. It just makes for a better case. Just like with the spiritual world, you know, you get atheists, which who happen to be evolutionists, humanists, you know, these people that have no idea how how much propaganda has been ingrained in their heads regarding... Um, but regarding uh, evolution itself and the Big Bang, you know, they don't buy into conspiracies because it's not, you know, that's too right-brained for them. They're left-brained. They're locked in the left brain. They they only want hardcore, credible evidence. And, you know, we all do. But sometimes you got to really use your imagination here. Because <laughs> if you believe things in this world, a lot of the times it happens. Uh, the, the placebo is a very strong thing. And uh, they got to start using the right brains more because if, if you're locked in the five-sense prison, you're never going to understand the spiritual world and you never want to because science, as we know it now, is a construct of Illuminati that is gatekeeping nearly all spiritual activity. They're not going to confirm ghosts for people. They're not going to confirm demons to people. They're not going to confirm aliens to people until everything's ready for for people to be more deceived about these things. But, um, you know, New Agers at least have a sense of spirituality, even though it's dead wrong, but at least they have it. Because atheists, at least the ones that are locked in this five-sense prison, they're some of the worst and, and most indoctrinated and institutionalized people in this world because they, they can't even process the spiritual world being real. Because, again, the spiritual world being real does not intrinsically mean that God is. It just makes for a better case of his existence. That's all it does, you know, because 
once you open it up the door for ghosts to be real and demons to be real, well then, you know what, God might be real, but that doesn't mean that God, Yahweh, or, you know, um, the father of Yahushua is the one true God. You know, that that's not what, exactly what that means. To some people it is, to some people it isn't. But once you, um, if you, if you don't bother caring about the spiritual world and your own spiritual body, then you can let your spiritual nature get hijacked and corroded. Which is what happens with a lot of these atheists. Because a lot of them have demons in them. They don't even know it. They don't even believe in them. But uh, you don't have to believe in what's just real. It's just got to acknowledge it, you know. They don't acknowledge the existence of demons. But, um, if you notice, and I, I like to follow a lot of atheist stuff because I like hearing what they have to say. I actually would love to reverse them, too, to see if they're admitting, like, okay, I know God's real, but I just hate him. Because if you listen to these atheists on YouTube, it's they talk so much about, I mean, it's, it's like they'll argue with a Christian, and I've heard them say, uh, the amazing atheists specifically, the to the drunken peasants. I have just found out about them uh, Few, a few days ago, The Drunken Peasants on YouTube, where TJ, the amazing atheist who shoved the banana up his ass, I just had to mention that because people don't know this, he shoved the banana up his ass, I don't know, prove a point, I believe that uh, his handlers had him do this, you know, he's going to doubt it, he's going <clears> to, <throat> well, publicly, you know, they can't admit that they're being paid by the Illuminati, but, you know, I don't believe that he's a real person. I just don't until I get really f- more further evidence. Because, you know, people like this guy, um, PewDiePie and Neanners and all these other people on YouTube, these YouTube stars and celebrities, not only do I believe they're, they've got handlers and they're Illuminati or at least Illuminati um, affiliated, but it's that they're, um, they've got to push a homosexual agenda, all of them. Game grumps, you know, they're the gay grumps that, there's a faggot grumps. All these all these uh YouTube stars they push the faggotry big time. And so the other day I was just listening to um these atheist callers and you know, this one person was like, uh, okay, I want you to help destroy my Christianity basically. Like, don't you wanna help me? Don't you want me to be an atheist like you? And they're like, No, no, we we can give a shit less what you believe. Like, how the hell are you going to say that when you have a show that's dedicated to, okay, some shit news, you know, dick jokes, and then let's have Christians on, you know? You don't really want to save anybody, you know, because they don't believe that you're saved, Christians are saved, but they definitely believe that if you're not a Christian, then you're a lot smarter. So don't you want to help people be smart? No, no, they don't. Bullshit. All they do is talk about God, because God will never die. The Spirit of God will always live on. And that's because God's real. And they're never going to realize that until uh, it's too late. <laughs> it's funny, though, because what I believe is that everybody was born predestined and that, uh, well, you already know what that means. It means that you never had a choice to begin with whether or not you were going to heaven or going to hell. You never had a choice in the shirt you were going to wake up and you are going to wear the next day. never had a choice in... Um, between the Coke and Pepsi, even though you think you did, you know, red or blue, you chose blue, but <clears throat> you were pre-wired to choose blue, and even though you thought you had a choice, you only acted upon the set function that you had to carry out, like a computer program 
I think Dave Eager holds that view similarly, that we're basically uh, biological automatons that uh, have no real ideas of our own, and we borrow them from others, and even the thoughts we think we have are given to us, and that um, we think we have free will, but we really don't, and you can't disprove that we don't have free will, but you can always think you've got free will. And maybe because you 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 think you've got free will, you're playing out a program, that was ingrained in you to believe that you have free will. And it's funny because people hang on to that. They latch on to this idea and concept of free will. Like if it was gone, their whole life would be destroyed. It's like what's so difficult about believing or thinking for a second that everything you do was meant for you to do and that there were no coincidences and there was nothing you can change anything regarding your life or others around you that wasn't meant to be. You know, I think it's beautiful um, in a way because everything is so structured and set. Um, I don't mind it. You know, it's just an idea that it's fun to play around with and see how far you'll get with people. Like, well, I don't believe that. I don't believe that. Because they can't process that the earth isn't round. They can't process that because it isn't, they can't process that the earth could be slightly flat. They can't process that there's no outer space. They can't process there's no free will. They can't process that Oregon's going to melt zombies. You know, I don't, I don't have a problem with Oregon melting zombies. What's so wrong about that? Our Oregon is the strongest Oregon known to man. And there's a little few known thing about this Oregon, Sherry Schreiner.Oregon, and I've brought it up to Sherry. I've mentioned it few times on my own podcast on Blog Talk Radio called The Full-Fledged Reality Show. I think that's what it's called, The Full-Fledged Show, with the Channing and Layla Full-Fledged Show. There's a 666 in our Oregon. The, the fiberglass resin has a high carbon content, and carbon is, the atomic number is 6. Quartz crystals are six-sided stone. And when you snip the clockwise mono copper coil, it forms a six. Now, I'm into reverse speech, and I also realize that because uh, I think this way, you know, in, in my mind, you realize people are going to be like, okay, there's a 666 in there. That's evil. That's wrong. And when I, because, you know, making organ for over, a little over two years now, I obviously come to terms with the fact that there's a 666 in our orgone, which is touted as the strongest orgone known to man that will asphyxiate evil and destroy the coming armies of the Antichrist. Now, what orgone does is it soaks in all the deadly orgone in the environment and transmutes it into positive orgone. You know, it's like a magnet to negative energy, and it changes this negative energy and turns it into positive energy. Now, because it has a 666 in it, you could reason that it's attracting so much of the negative energy, so much of it in such a way that it is more superior to other organ devices simply because this has a 666 in it. This is going to take in all that 666 energy, all that evil, all that Satanism, everything regarding Lucifer and fallen angels and everything like that. It's going to take it all in and transmute it into the max output needed to combat and destroy 666 energy, you know, because it's, it's doing a reversal. So this is exactly what orgone is. It takes in the negative, turns it into positive at different levels of strength. 
and this is the super strength uh, tactical orgone. It's a tactical positive generating, positive orgone generating dimensional weapon capable of crashing UFOs. And how Sherry describes this is that, um, well, you, you got to make a pipe first. You've got to make a six-chamber orgone pipe or a three-chamber and that's, that's like in a gallon bucket. You, you probably know what it is, guess, too, and I'm not checking the chat if you're still there. But um, in our Oregon, it has the ability to crash these UFOs. Um, so you see them in a the blinking light in the sky. You point your pipe at it, and it'll turn from whatever color it was to yellow to orange to red or red to orange, and it'll just crash. And when when that happens, what it's going to do is like a flashing light of this red-orange color, and it's going to fall like a, a shooting star slowly or quickly and then um, go to its own realm of existence because that's typically what happens. We don't see wreckage. There's no wreckage. There's no crashed um, parts or UFO. It's it's being melted. Their systems run their UFOs are being fried and, and everything in there is dying, so it, it ends up crackling apart, but it... it doesn't manifest in our in our uh, atmosphere or in this realm. It leaves this realm. I don't know what happens. Maybe Father takes it to a different realm. Because I talked to Dave about this, and he said, Johnny, I don't believe for a second that that really happens. And um, he said he could only believe it would happen if God allowed that to happen. Because, you know, obviously there's no evidence. We have no wreckage of crashed UFOs. But if the advertiser is destroying them, and Sherry says we're taking them out every night, every day, and they hate it, and they know it. And that's why they're coming up with ways to ban orgone. They hate our orgone, mostly. They really hate it. And so, um, the big thing I'm into is the Illuminati, the World Order. And so, naturally, I know about the Illuminati card game. And what most people don't know about this card game is that it exists, and that it has predicted a numerous amount of events in our lifetime that were drawn out and illustrated way before the events ever happened. Some of them being 9-11, the Gulf oil spill, and there's certain predictive programming within the card game itself that has pointed to future events, such as um, the uh, 311 Fukushima Daiichi nuclear power plant destruction of the earthquake, and... Um, the Olympics ceremony, the, the Olympics, uh, the London Olympics, that was a big one. That was a huge one. Everybody's waiting for that stadium. Oh, in that stadium. Everybody's waiting for those UFOs to show up that day for some sort of terrorist activity. And what, what it really was was uh, it's a huge satanic ceremony, and the opening and the closing, it was they rung a bell at the beginning. It was a whole satanic ceremony. Uh, dedicated to uh, the Mother Goddess, and uh, Dave could talk a lot about that. But, uh, yeah, the Illuminati card game, okay, because uh, they're going to try to ban Orgone, and uh, they have a card in one of their Assassin's expansion packs worth over $400 today, and people actually pay for that. Um, there's a card called Orgone Grinders. And the only Orgone that you can grind would be a little puck. You know, you're not going to grind an organ accumulator unless you have some sort of huge industrial wood chipper. But, uh, you know, a strong enough grinder, if anything, 
will grind up a, a fiberglass resin puck with quartz crystals in it. But, you know, it's got to grind crystals, too. So, But, um, yeah, orgone grinders. This is the only type of orgone you literally could grind up, you know, with a strong enough machine. So whatever happens, um, this speculation, I'm, well, I can't even call it speculation. I, this is just intel from Sherry Shiner. Yeah, from her Bible codes and her research, she's she said and told us before that they've come up with uh, orgone tracking devices that lets them know when they're in orgone areas. It'll bleep or a little beep red, uh, or it'll beep a sound and it'll like flash red. It'll let them know, and then they're they're coming up with devices that will change the positive orgone energy into negative, deadly orgone energy. And for this, she says that we should be praying to Father, praying he should have made to stop these devices from actually working. And it'll kind of counteract them because they got anti-orgone armor. You know, it's going to soak up the orgone and, and attempt to turn it negative. Um, and they're coming up with ways to map these orgone areas because she says that they reckon that those in the 144,000, the elect, will be in orgone areas, which obviously can't be totally true because while we do have orgone in our areas, we're orgoning places that definitely has no elect in them, you know. Government facilities, you know, there is no elect there. Uh, Masonic lodges, there's no elect there. But, um, yeah, they're coming up with ways to map it. Uh, Well, they probably already mapped it. They probably mapped at least every place that's Orgone, or at least keep track of it. Since the Orgone warriors are some of the most strong and brave people on this planet. I'm not saying that because I'm one of them. I'm just saying that because it's pretty evident. If you're anti-New World Order, you can be anti-New World Order with words, with a blog, but if you're making Orgo and you're disseminating it across hundreds of cell towers and different institutions, you're not only saying you hate the New World Order, you're actively fighting and tearing them down. And you're doing it with the strongest orgo known to man that's setting up protection areas for when aliens and zombies and giants and werewolves and xenomorphs and clones and robots and the demons and um, even dinosaurs. You know, how many different types of creatures are we going to see during three days of darkness? Vampires. You know, we're going to have so many different... If you've ever played the video game, The Zombies Ate My Neighbors, which is my favorite video game played it since I was five years old. First weapon you start off with is an orgone water gun. I'm not joking. It's just a water gun with holy water in it. And our orgone is holy water. And uh, in a more predictive programming for future events, we're going to see all these things at once. Zombies and aliens. That's that's a definite given. And I I could I'd have to do a whole show on that because I don't want to do it I don't want to do it now. It's, I, I I spoil it you know I don't want to spoil it I I have to dedicate a whole show to that. But there's a definite alien and zombie connection. I've already mentioned it previously on this show, and uh, you gotta get ready for those. You gotta get your orgone, get your areas orgone, get your orgone, get your shields up. Um, a question Sherry posed few weeks ago, probably a month ago, was uh, what are you going to do when you see zombies? No, no, I'm sorry. What are you going to do when you see UFOs descending from the sky? What is the vast majority of the population going to do? Scream, cry, shit their pants, 
They're going to be so unprepared. They don't know what they're going to do. They don't even know how to respond to that question. Here's what she told us to do. She said, immediately we should ask Father in Yeshua's name to place a shield of fire around us and around our immediate area, around our entire city, around our entire county, um, but definitely around us and our vicinity. Then she said, we should immediately start to ask Father in Yeshua's name that anything penetrating this fiery shield will be burned up and destroyed. And then she said that we should ask Father to crank up all Oregon in every area that we've ever put it up to as much as he'd like, you know, up, up however high he would like it. And um, pray that these alien beings will be destroyed, that the UFOs will crash right there on site. You know, what, what else are you going to do? If you got Oregon, throw it at him. Um, if you got a pipe, leave it at them. Because um, how I imagine that to work is, I mean, when, if you could see the spiritual realm, you could see the etheric realm, then our orgone, you could see that it's giving off a blue aura and it's packing a punch. See, our pipes, they they shoot out energy like a, like a, uh, like a, like a Roman candle, except you don't have to shake it and reload it. It's just shooting like a beam out. So if you have a, an organ pipe, one inch by one foot or two inch by one foot is recommended. Copper pipe layered with organ materials, and you point it at that ship, um, it's most likely going to stay away from you or crash. Now, I've been into the alien agenda for mm, 15 years, um, and so I know a lot about different types of craft and aliens. And it's funny because I was always afraid of aliens growing up. And here I am now actually making weapons to destroy them. And other people are just like, what? Make what? But they're largely unprepared for alien invasion. No one's prepared for it. Hardly anybody is. But, you know, History Channel's telling them to uh, get ready for their alien overlords. And if it's on History Channel, it must be true. So, you know, yeah, keep watching that TV. I can't believe it. It's on History. That's History. Aliens are history since Roswell, since before Roswell. But it's, it's been a long, ongoing agenda to make people want aliens to reveal the truth to them. Because they're so far removed from God. They're so far removed from reading anything related to Scripture or Christianity if it's not uh, in a slanted, biased, anti-Christian way that they're willing to accept alien overlords to their creators rather than the most high God. And that's uh, exactly what what they're going to get. That's exactly what's going to happen. Um, you know, aliens are a lot more real than God ever was. You don't hear about, oh, I see Jesus the other day. You know what, that you see them, his face on a picture of toast? Because that's not even what he looks like. Jesus is not a long-haired, blue-eyed, brown-haired, white guy. That's not him, and his name's not Jesus. And his name's not Jesus either. People don't understand that, and I don't call him Jesus ever, because it's not his name. There's so many things that people don't understand right now, and uh, it's not like an ego thing, like, oh, I know this, and you don't. It's just like, you know, wake up, come on, get with the program. Aliens aren't your friends, and if they are your friends, then they'll like the don't. And not everybody's Oregon, just our Oregon. Because I'm sure other aliens love people's crappy seashell food coloring Oregon. That's not going to hurt them. 
because it's not advertised to hurt them. But this Oregon's advertisers kicking their asses, so obviously they're not going to like it. It's the only Oregon known to man <clears throat> that's advertised being able to melt zombies and kill giants. Now, wouldn't you like to have that type of weapon as a backup for any type of zombie outbreak that the government's preparing for and they're telling you to prepare for nonchalantly? So, yeah. Um, there's a zombie counter-operations manual apparently in the UK and in the US. They have scientists studying how long it would take for a zombie outbreak to cure the world. And I don't know what article it was, but I read it a few months back. They actually ran the numbers and um, calculated how long it takes for a zombie outbreak to uh, devastate an entire world, or at least the United States, something like that. They're running the numbers. They're getting it so in our faces. It, it goes more than just the zombie rhetoric being about um, United States military or NATO troops or what have you, FEMA, black ops, going and shooting on American citizens, categorizing them as zombies. You know, just think of them as zombies. They're zombies. Because when the food runs out, we're going to be cannibals. I'm not, but other people will be. We're going to be savages, raping, looting, killing, rioting, and uh, order will be restored. But in the meantime, these people are animals. They're zombies. So shoot them in the head. Hollow point ammo for everybody. You know, get your lead injection. Apes. That's what they, you know, you, you evolve from apes anyway, so you're just another animal. Stupid goyim. You know? But, uh, that's what they think of you. That's what they're going to do to you. You're animals, so you're zombies, and they're going to shoot shoot you if you don't obey. And uh, that's that's one way to look at the zombie programming. But I look at it also as literal flesh-eating, soul-scout, demon-possessed zombie people. Almost akin to the crazies film, but it could be worse than that. Um, Cherry talks about this soul-sucking tech at Iron Mountain where people's souls can be sucked out of their bodies and replaced with demon spirits. They are bloodthirsty, hungry for flesh and blood, and go and eat people. And I don't know if that's really going to affect them or not, but they're going to kill them. So if you have these things dealing with you, or you have to deal with, then obviously organ water is going to kill them. Now, I've only had one dream my entire life in relation to organ water and how it works. But it's that um, when you shoot the zombie... With the first shot of organ water, it's going to stun them. It'll paralyze them. Very dead in his tracks. And subsequent shots of organ water is going to melt through his skin and bone like acid. And, um, you know, I'm particularly, I'm not really excited about facing any zombies. But if I ever have to, I'm going to have organ water definitely. You know Why? Because they're telling us to prepare for zombies. They're telling us to prepare for aliens. And when you get these hints hints and codes, it's best to follow them because you're ahead of the game. You're already ahead of everybody. You're 10 steps ahead of everybody if you got more going on you. Because no one knows what to do if there's an alien invasion or a zombie outbreak. Even though Max Brooks came out with a zombie survival guide that mostly everybody... Well, I can't say that. A lot of people read it. A lot of people have looked into it. They advertised World War Z, so Max Brooks got more publicity for his novel there. So a lot of people 
know about the zombie survival guide, tongue-in-cheek survival guide in the fiction area of books. But you know what? I read that as a kid, and I thought, this is going to happen one day. And uh, here I am. And actually, during that time that I wrote, I was writing a story about zombies and aliens at the same time. Where did I ever get that idea? <laughs> They're programming us with this mindset of zombies and aliens. And, uh, you know, it would be great for you to destroy chemtrails in your area now and then have a space gun for UFOs and aliens, zombies later, giants. You know, these two are going to be 30, 15, 30. 40-foot giants, so you're going to want to pack a punch and get your counties orgoned and um, make sure that you're nice and ready for an apocalypse, which means a revealing. Sound Kashmir is um, the song Kashmir by Led Zeppelin is actually about this uh, ruling council it sits above the earth and uh, gets at best if there's no glass dome, glass sky. Um, it's about these aliens that are going to make themselves revealed to mankind. You know, they're going to come here. They're going to admit that everything's wrong. Here's the truth. And you're going to believe this because we're aliens. Duh. We're aliens. Who do you think you are? Some puny little human? You know, you have owners. And people can't believe it, you know? They're just like, I, I don't have owners. Humans, you know, mankind is the pinnacle of existence. We're so far above everybody, every animal. But you know what? We can't stay out of wars. We can't even feed the hungry and poor. Our world leaders destroy the planet and they keep free energy technology from us because they keep us dependent on their oil and their electricity because we're slaves on slave planet and we have to go to work in the morning to be wage slaves, to earn our money, to continue funding our own destruction with the tax that we shouldn't be paying for anything with money that isn't even ours because it's controlled by a private corporation. And uh, how many people even know what Bohemian Grove is? I mean, that's just entry-level stuff. Bohemian Grove, you kidding me? That's like tier two propaganda, but it's still real, and it still goes on as far as we know. And how many people know about that? You know, I was talking with a friend the other day in a, in a little shop eating food, and I looked around and I said, all these people, they probably have no idea what Bohemian Grove is, but you do. And that makes you special because you know things that other people don't and um, you have in your ability, uh, I'm sorry, you have in your um, mind and uh, in your life, you have, you now have the knowledge to educate people what the truth is and what's going on in this world. And that's a, a very hefty thing because you're also putting your head on the chopping block, which is what I do basically. I mean, I get orgone out, so you're already really anti-New World Order to do that. I'm going to check the chat right here. Okay. Oh, it gets to you still here. Okay, I'm reading what you're saying. Killing Giants. I did Google that one time. Didn't find any results. Well, yeah, I mean, these giants are going to come um, from underground. There's people that say that I think Sherry says it too, that they're going to come offloading on planet X 
until you get into the Planet X stuff. And I've never really followed that type of material, but I'm not one to just say, well, Planet X isn't real because I can't see it, you know. She said that it came in in, like, 20, 2008, 2009, but the Orgone kept it at bay and destroyed it. I think she actually used the word destroyed. Now, I love Sherry, and uh, my thoughts on her is that she's sincere. She really is. It's just there's some things that she says that I can't readily believe, like that she's been shown the true shape of the earth and that it's round. I don't, I just, I, I, I want to believe it. I just can't know for certain because we don't know for certain. You know, all this stuff that they tell us, um, I throw it out the window and I'd like to learn from the beginning. I'd like to learn straight, like a child, um, throughout everything that I've known about the world and the earth and start learning again. Now, and we're living here. We're living on it. And it's so hard to think that it could be totally different from what we've been told. Because obviously, we've been growing up thinking that it's a globe. It's a perfect sphere. But if you type in Neil deGrasse Tyson says the Earth is not round, you still get people in this world that debate. Like, it's round, it's round. It's like it's not even round. What, a pear shape is a circle now? So who knows what it really looks like because all the pictures from space don't show a pear shape and it doesn't show an oblate spheroid. It shows a round globe Earth. And then you get people to say, well, that's because the way that it's oblate actually is so oblate in a way that you see it as a perfect sphere. You can't tell that it's oblate, but it's oblate. And they expect you to believe that shit. Let's see. Zombie conditioning, video games, mini games, you have zombies. Yeah. Like that one game. Um, well, yeah, that's, that's part, of my, uh, part of my whole zombie UFO connection. It's in it's in video games a lot, and that's how I mean. More kids and teenagers and young adults are more in tune with um, what's going to happen in the future than most uh, older adults because um, they put in more in the video games than they do in the movies. But when it's in the movies, I mean, it's very blatant. Um, yeah, it's really in the video games. Men in Black. Subway dude. Oh yeah, there's Chicken Little. Oh yeah, there's a bunch. Of, mm. I think that in Chicken Little, uh, the sky was falling because uh, shit. Wow, that's that's great. I I actually should do more research on that. Yeah, glass sky and sky is falling. Uh, yeah. obelisk in almost every American city. Yeah, they're... I mean, the obelisk through channel energy, those are the huge giant dicks because the Illuminati worship sex and uh, they get people to get locked into their root and base chakra focused only on sex and money and food. You know, they don't want you to focus on your third eye. They don't want you to focus on uplifting any sort of spiritual nature. Remember that word, spiritual nature, and the atheists go nuts. Because there's no spiritual world. And they'll cry and bitch because they can't cope with their own body being a spiritual vessel for their flesh. That's the image. Or the other way around. I'm sorry. 
that their flesh bodies are vessels for their spiritual nature, which is encapsulated in their flesh. Um, it, it's so there, you know, and you don't need God. And I can't even say that because I, I am, um, well, I love Yeshua, but I can't call myself a Christian because, I mean, even though I identify as Christian, I uh, realize that Christian is Lumin- an Illuminati term and it's fun today to make it make you out to be, um, well, it's, you can't identify with Christianity today because Christianity is full of Sunday church worshipers that celebrate Christmas and Easter. And that's not what a real Christian should be. A real Christian celebrates, um, should celebrate Passover and uh, worship Christ or worship the Father and have Christ as his Lord and Savior and uh, get to follow Christ. So why would you follow traditions of men and go to church on Sunday when the Sabbath day is Saturday. Davey just says the Sabbath day is uh, Thursday or Wednesday. He actually says that we're, that our Sabbath has been taken away from us, so we're not even, there's no Sabbath to worship on because it's been taken away because Sabbath was a gift and we've, we've gotten this gift removed from us that our, that our festivals, our feasts, and our Sabbath has been taken away from us. I think that's been... Um, I forgot, I forgot what book, chapter, and verse he said this is in. It's almost on, almost on the tip of my tongue. But um, that's what he says. And uh, he uses, I mean, he's a theologian. I mean, Dave Eager, you got to check him out. Out of Darkness into the Light on Talk Shoot. Or t- YouTube, and, and I have links there. So I kind of run a puppet show for him. Uh, he It wasn't his idea, because I kind of got into puppets, puppetry just a few months ago, and... Uh, after watching a bunch of puppet stuff, I, I kind of had the idea that I could make a puppet show for Dave, just upload a bunch of things that he said, try to reach as many people as possible to uh, listen to him. It's not been that successful, actually. We've only got two subscribers. A lot of viewers uh, are significant uh, from what it used to be, but <clears throat> i got to get more subscribers because it seems people don't really care. But uh, it's okay. I, I find it fun. It doesn't discourage me because I, I, it's hilarious to do. Let's see. That thinking soda success still. Yeah. Yeah, soda is very bad to drink. Um, <clears throat> they got TBHQ in it. I mean, that stuff's like rubber. Um, it's in Gatorade. It's in Mountain Dew. Mountain Dew so corrosive. You know, Coke and Pepsi corrosive. It's bad for your teeth. It's bad for your gums. It's bad for your body. It's high fructose corn syrup. It's all genetically modified poison aimed at changing your DNA and changing exactly who you are and make you susceptible to Illuminati programming. And it works. It really works. I haven't drinking soda in I can't remember. So over a year, but I can't remember <clears throat> because I don't drink it anymore, and I don't miss it. Some people they like they need to drink carbonated water because they can't get off the soda. And that carbonated water has a lot of sodium in it. So I just I actually drink water treated with crystal energy um, by Patrick Flanagan. And uh, it actually tastes okay. It tastes good. Mm-hmm. I listen to that gun as a help. I've been less hungry, more energized. But um, so definitely taking a toll on the wallet because it costs significantly more money to eat better 
you know, if you're eating shit, it's not expensive. Okay, atheists go Atheists worship the atom. The Holy Trinity is electron, proton, neutron. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, I don't want to say they worship anything. They they worship sex. They worship themselves. They worship a hedonistic lifestyle. They're hedonistic, a lot of them. You know, it's like, well, there's no God, so I can't have anal sex. What's wrong with anal sex? Well, here's what's wrong with anal sex. Uh, Your asshole is an exit, not an entrance. And that's what homosexuals don't seem to understand. Now I can do a whole show on homosexuality, so I'm not going to start it now. Mathematical. The cannot process of the ground is the ground and moderating how positive people are affected and it's a big uh, I'm I'm still yeah, I I'm I'm taking so um yeah. A lot of people don't realize that there's a spiritual nature and electromagnetic um reality to to this world that we experience. That everything is like well I mean it's basic knowledge that everything is like frequency and vibration. Which is why the music we listen to is important uh, in in our walk, basically in this life. Because um, there's uplifting, high vibrational music, and then there's ghetto trash that keeps you in a low vibratory state. So one of my favorite bands is Tool, and uh, they kind of they pump actually they have they have an antichrist, new age alien agenda to them, slant to them. But uh, a lot of their music happens to be more high vibrational than low vibrational. Depends how you, I mean, some songs clearly low vibrational, but some of them are just like, this is really uplifting. So, uh, I think I've made my, I think I've uh, made my point here about um, people need to get their areas more zone. I didn't even post this show to anybody specifically. It's just, uh, Just decided to come on here, have a quick chat, and uh, thanks for calling in, guest two. I don't think I'm going to hang up right now, maybe in a few minutes, but uh, thanks for calling in, guest two, because I, I wasn't expecting anybody to call in or or sitting on the line or anything, because uh, I was just going to you know, call, speak for like five minutes and hang up. But I got into a good rant, so that, that was pretty cool. Uh, promoting Dave. You know, because I always at least attempt to uh, promote people. I do free advertising. Like, yeah, I'll advertise God like shit. I'll advertise God like productions. You gotta go there. If you've never gone to GLP, you gotta go to GLP. It's a conspiracy forum. It's really a lot more than just conspiracy, but because it's a conspiracy forum, obviously, you're gonna get heavy dose of conspiracy. Duh, you know, but there's some people there, they're like, it's like, hello, you're on a conspiracy forum. Why do you think we're not going to think conspiratorially here? Like, leave, go away, stupid people. But, uh, yeah, GOP is a great place to be. See, it rhymes because it's so awesome. you got to go to GOP. There's no other place. It can't be beat. So true. I mean, there's LOP called lunaticoutpost.com. It's like a fake wannabe GLP, and uh, it's not worth it. It's like, ugh, really dead there. I've gone there. It's it's nothing compared to GLP because um, 
on Godlike Productions, you get so much information. The search bars, everything's so easy for you. But uh, I do believe it's controlled, obviously. And it's, there's a lot of uh, anti-homosexuality and anti-black uh, people stuff there. I mean, it's like very anti-black. They've got black people there. I mean, they people say, oh, I'm black. And there's one person called patriotic black dude, you know. But uh, for the most part, there's a lot of racism. But not everybody there is racist. You know, most of the registered members do not dare tarnish their, like, GLP rep- uh, reputation by associating with, like, racist racism comments or making racist, racist comments. But uh, there are notoriously... Push is known uh, for being notorious in their uh, lack of shit's given, you know, talking about racism, like brief AR-15, uh, other people on GLP, it's like, they're racist, and they don't care who knows it, you know. It's another early morning, I'm probably going to watch the sunrise, get some sun gazing in, that's what Dave taught me to do. You know, he's got a Actually, if you could type in right now, Esoteric Health Practices and Solutions. That's a show that I do with Dave on, on my blog talk radio show. And uh, it, it's a really good show. He's just going point after point on how wrong we do things, how wrong we live our lives. We are living literally in an electromagnetic prison. Our homes are constructed in such a way that it depletes us of energy and it zaps us of life force. Our beds are spring mattresses. And uh, it's actually really bad because uh, the way that it's constructed, we sleep on a spring mattress surrounded by all these uh, ground copper and uh, circuits in in the house that technically we are like sleeping on a a, a satellite receiver bed that you can get tapped into and um, remotely programmed early and stuff like that. So it's like, we're in the worst possible place to get attacked through Wi-Fi signals and stuff like that. We're just like, we're we're, we're a transceiver. We're trans- getting all this uh, Wi-Fi and DOR sent to us. I mean, we take craps the wrong way. We sit down, and that's not the way we're supposed to crap. We um, we eat the wrong way. We have sandwiches with milk and meat and bread and butter and stuff like that. I mean, not all that's bad, but it's like the way we eat it. You know, we're, we're doing everything the wrong way. And so he goes to stuff like that. And esoteric, because obviously it's a lot of stuff that's more hidden from us and, and we should get, you know, it's kind of, kind of scary word, you know. A lot of stuff is esoteric and exoteric and we get it, get involved with the esoteric. That's, that's a lot of fun. Uh. What was the first thing you noticed about the sun after gazing at it? Um, well, what I've been looking for lately is the clouds behind the sun. But where I live, I can't really see the sunset that or the sunrise very well. But I can get at least enough to soak in the sunlight in my eyes for a little bit. Dave recommends no more than 45 seconds when you're first doing it. And I, and I typically tend to look at it for like a few minutes. And uh, so what do I see? Um, the first thing I notice is that the sun is a really orange and nice and looks like a dark egg yolk. It looks yummy. It looks really nice. 
I notice there's a difference between looking at the sun's light versus looking at the sun. Yeah. I mean, I look at the sun. I mean, it's not, I don't think it's dangerous. I mean, especially early morning, first hour that the sun comes up, it's like that's supposed to be the prime time to look at the sun and soak up, eat the sun, eat the sun's rays. So it's really good for you. And then moon gazing um, is supposed to not be that good for you but you can do it in low doses. But if you have too much moonlight, it's going to drive you mad. You know, that's where lunacy comes in. You know, your booty tunes. Because the luna is making you go a little crazy. That's why there's so much death on full moons, because there's so much blood sacrifice and bad things happening. But, um... The most important thing is after the light was in me. Yeah, I've actually not sun gazed very often. I think this is about my third time. I would love to do it every day, but that would actually mean that I have to wake up in the morning to sun gaze. I mean, maybe I should. I mean, it just means that I lose some time sleeping. But, uh... I mean, we all got stuff to do in the morning, so, you know, I, I, I would, maybe. I do want to. I mean, I think it's important. It's just one of those things, subtle things you can do for your body that your body will thank you for. It's like, thank you. No one else uh, no one else will do it but you, you know. I'm not going to, you know, your body speaking to you like, no, get up in some gaze, but you got to do it. <clears throat> yeah, sunset. Yeah, sunset too. He recommends sunset last hour of the day. I actually can't do it on the sunset because I get such crappy... Um, I have to leave. See, I have to go and actually watch the sunset. You know, so it's like you know, it, it actually takes work. You know, ooh, big surprise! It takes work to do this stuff. You know, you can't just sit on your ass outside your house and see the sunset. Not for me. So, but the moon—that that's a lot easier. So let's see where we at. About an hour and fifteen. We're gonna have to listen to this. Yeah, an hour eighteen. I usually just do hour podcasts, so uh, I think I'm gonna wrap it up here, guests too. Thanks for coming on Lost Reality Radio. Um, tell your friends about it. Tell anyone you like about it. Tom, it's a conspiracy based show about getting people closer to um, anything regarding the truth, regarding Yahushua, regarding Oregon, regarding reverse speech, regarding uh, the neurophone. I'll be doing a show on the neurophone too. And if you don't know what the neurophone is, if you type in Dave Eager into YouTube, just watch that video because we're talking about the neurophone there. It's a really interesting device and I believe I actually, I could do a whole show on this too. You know, it's just one of the lineups that I have because there's, um, there's the real awesome, I mean, the Neurophone is such a great device. It allows you to hear through your skin, but it's also, a, I mean, it, it it's it's gotten inferior over the years because the older models are so much better. And now it's like, they're coming out with a new one. If you type in Neo Neurophone, N-E-O Neurophone, it's a $399 device. You can learn all about it, but they're never going to tell you that. It's actually got a market beast program spelled within it. If you type in Satanic Neo Neurophone, you'll get my video. 
and I uncover how and exactly why it's got a mark of the beast 666 um, program installed within it. I mean, it's Tesla, what is 369? Oh, yeah. yeah. Actually, the inventor of the neural phone, Patrick Flanagan, claims to be the reincarnation of Nikola Tesla. So, you know, um, he's a really... Um, Yeah, he's a really uh, obscure scientist. You know, no one really knows about him. For as many atheists love science and scientists, they probably don't know about Patrick Flanagan. I have the gift of gas. You have an appointment with the sun. Yep. Yeah. That should be fun. In about, like, 40 minutes, the sun should be out. So... Um, thanks for calling in, guest two. Um, hopefully you'll listen to this again if you've missed anything about looking up stuff. You want to look that up. Satanic Neo Neurophone and Dave Eager on YouTube and uh, Sherry Shrine Style Oregon if you want to uh, buy it. Yeah, no problem. So I'll be hosting... Um, yeah, I don't really know when. I just... Random times. I just... Well, actually it's not random. You know, it's all pre preconceived, preordained, so I have no idea when I'll do it next time. And I'll just be spur of the moment. Like, okay, I'm going to go back on. Yeah, YouTube's mine, too. Actually, I've got blog talk, and I set up a speaker to just upload stuff. I don't think you can speak live there. I don't even know how that works. I just wanted to branch out and uh, do some free advertising. i got my own stories to tell, but I just mostly like to share information. So, um, yeah, definitely check out Godlike Productions too. Right, I'm gonna end this call now. Thanks for calling on or coming on guest two and uh hope you call in next time or you show up next time whenever you have uh whenever you see me on. Okay. Good morning. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.